0: Today's podcast is brought to you by the prime original series, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, now nominated for 14 Emmy Awards, including Outstanding Comedy Series and Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series, for Alex Borstein's performance as Sue Meyerson. Consider it marvelous in all categories. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Chasing Emmy, the podcast for Emmy voters, their friends, and my mother. I am Henry Goldblatt, editor-in-chief of Entertainment Weekly, and I'm thrilled to be back after a week off. And joining me here are Lynette Rice, TV editor-at-large.
1: Did you confirm your mother is listening?
0: No, you know what? I actually haven't. We should fact-check that. (laughs) (laughs) And Kristen Baldwin, TV critic. I feel like your mom is listening. She's very supportive. My mom is very supportive. However, I don't think she's been able to break herself away from The Bachelorette long enough to listen to anything else. Kristen, I'd be remiss, as our Bachelorette expert, I'd be remiss to ask, what did you think of last night's finale? It was Emmy-worthy,
2: by the way. Show's never been nominated.
0: Not even Chris Harrison for host? It's a...
2: Travesty. The finale was really good. I am concerned that the guy who didn't get chosen, his name was Blake. Uh, He was very sweaty. So if he does become The Bachelor, I feel like they have to put his season finale somewhere chilly. Because he was drenched. Was he just totally nervous, do you think? No. He was in the tropics. And he he was sweating, like, through basically the entire second half of the season. Because they were in warm places. Uh, One Bachelor season, they did a proposal on the top of the Swiss Alps. So I feel like that was...
0: Would be a good option for him. <laughs> right. It was also a very, just a very sweaty season. The second runner-up, Jason, he was pretty sweaty as well.
2: Oh my gosh, he was super sweaty. That's right, and it was compounded by the fact that he had a lot of product in his hair, yes. so his hair already looked wet, and then he's sweating, and you're thinking like, how much hair product is dripping down the side of his face right now? So it was very distracting. That's kind of one of the many reasons that I that I love The Bachelorette.
0: Another season on the books. Maybe it'll get nominated this year, Kristen. Or next year.
1: Come on,
2: voters. You can
1: do it. It would be fun to break that down. Like, why does this show not get nominated? And, like, talk to anonymous voters. I think that's a
2: project for the coming Emmy season. I think you're right, because I really don't understand it. It's like, it's a cultural and worldwide phenomenon.
1: Yeah, a truly investigative piece by the Spotlight crew.
0: Well, not to spoil our next episode of Chasing Emmy, but we are going to be talking about reality shows in our next episode so we will dig into that we had a little bit of debate around the table because we've all been taking advice from each other about things to binge and what have you and Kristen and Lynette were very very excited about this HBO series Barry starring um, Bill Hader You know what? Not my cup of tea at all. How much did you watch? I watched four or five episodes, and that's about three more episodes than I would have watched if it weren't the two of you recommending it, because I respect your opinion so much.
2: Well, you know what? I think I appreciate that you watch that many, because it's, you know, sometimes with a show, you really have to watch at least three to sort of see where it's going. And Barry is definitely a show that is going to be sort of polarizing, because it's not what you think it's going to be. And it's dark, and it's sad, and I found it funny and sweet as well, but I totally understand that it's not your cup of tea,
0: though. My favorite thing about it is the woman who plays Janet on The Good Place basically plays the same character on this show, and I did enjoy that.
2: She is great. Yeah, the the acting class is, you know, very cliched L.A. actors, you know, trying to make it, and it, that part was
0: very funny, and Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler was the best part of the show by far. He's a national treasure. Alright, then Lynette, you tried something that I recommended, and you didn't like it at all.
1: Yes, Henry, you were big time recommending San-,
0: San Junipero and a Twitter user corrected me because I kept wanting to say San Panera, which is apparently like a Panera bread chain or something <laughs> like that and a very helpful listener corrected me it's San Junipero so I stand corrected.
1: I watched that and I thought it was cute but I wasn't over the moon the way that I was over the moon with the episode that's up for nomination this year. USS
2: Callister? Yeah,
1: that just blew that was great. San Juniper was just another, like, oh, dead people. Yeah. I mean, I love that they found each other and stuff. They're star-crossed lovers. It was... I mean, it was nice, but I wasn't as, like, oh... That's not what I expect from Black Mirror. That's the thing.
0: Kristen, how about you? I
2: don't do Black Mirror, and I'm going to tell you why. I... I love a good scary show. I love suspenseful, sort of like serial killer thrillers. But things where, that are about, you know, the existential dread of our current society. Like,
1: I got enough of that. Well, I don't think this one is existential. Well, no, but I mean,
2: the, the, in general, I boycott Black Mirror because it's about essentially the five minutes into the future where technology is going to completely destroy our lives. And it's it
0: just, it's too stressful. But you embrace The Handmaid's Tale, which is more stressful to me.
2: Maybe I'm an optimist, but I do feel like Black Mirror is closer to being reality than Handmaid's Tale, even with the current horror show that's happening in the White House. I think if I were to watch one episode of Black Mirror,
0: it would be this one because you said it was sweet. That's a bit of a sidetrack. What we're talking about today is guest actors in both the drama and comedy categories. And this is an interesting category because it's one that up until 2015, that people really tried to game and like they would submit themselves for guest actors even if they like appeared in every single episode of a show the late Captain Juson, who was so great at Desperate Housewives she was so great and she definitely I don't want to I don't want to like stomp on her Emmy posthumously but she won the guest actress nomination after appearing in every single episode of that season of Desperate Housewives
2: it's a technicality because you know she wasn't a series regular she was able to submit as guest for whatever reason and the same thing happened again with Orange is the New Black's Uzo Aduba Who that was last year and scandals, Joe Morton. So it became clear that, like, the academy needed to be a little more
0: strict about the definition of guest. In 2015, they stepped up and did something to curb this trend. They are putting a cap. On the actors, how many episodes they can appear, in. they can only appear in less than fifty percent of that season's episodes. And then that way they're a guest; otherwise, they're supporting. Exactly, Lynette. Good rule or not?
1: Uh, I think it's a great rule. I, I personally, I think it should be even less than that. To me, guest star, you know, connotes one episode, and you're gone. You know, uh, so I, I mean, I think even that is pretty generous. But at least they made a step in the right direction.
0: I agree with you, and I'm actually because you're comparing somebody. We'll get to this when we get to the comedy categories. You're comparing somebody who does an hour and a half. Work on Saturday Night Live, ninety minutes of work versus somebody who may be in like four or five, six episodes of a season of a comedy. You
2: know, I do appreciate the that the Academy continues to evolve as TV evolves. You know, like we've talked about limited series, and we've talked about you know how they continue to amend these rules. I think less than fifty percent is fine. I mean, if you get maybe they could have a category that's outstanding achievement in stunt casting. You know, for like the one episode, um, and you know, Will and Grace would dominate that category every every year but you know i think so if you appear if it's a 10 episode show you know you can't be in f- five you have to be in four or fewer and you know it's i think it's better than what was happening where people were clearly just gaming the system
0: a little history of this category the guest actor was first given in 1975 in 1978 they split them up between the drama and comedy categories and then it was split by gender in 1989 and sort of remained since then along with the rules that we just talked about that they've changed. So I want to start out with guest actor in a drama. Lynette, you want to tell us who the nominees are for 2018?
1: Nominees this year are F. Murray Abraham for Dar Adal from Homeland. I love that character name. Cameron Britton played Ed Kemper on Mindhunter. Matthew Good uh, who played Anthony Armstrong Jones on The Crown. Ron Jones, uh, who played William Hill on This Is Us. Jared McRaney, who played Dr. Nathan Katowski from This Is Us, and Jimmy Simpson, who played William on Westworld.
0: And um, Kristen, take us through some previous winners.
2: So in 2017, it was Gerald McRaney for This Is Us. Love him so much. 2016, Hank Azaria for Ray Donovan. In 2015, Reg E. Kathy for House of Cards. Oh, bless. And uh, Michael J. Fox has the most nominations in this category with seven for The Good Wife, Boston Legal, and Rescue
0: Me. Lynette, who is your should win in this category? Even though I think. um
1: Westworld is very hard to follow. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I had a particularly hard time with this season. I do love Jimmy Simpson as William. I I, just, I think he's phenomenal. I think he's very, the way he established it too, is a very empathetic guy. And obviously he turns out to be not so empathetic in older years. I, I just love him. I think he's great.
0: Uh, Kristen, who's your should win?
2: Cameron Britton from Mindhunter. He plays a serial killer, Ed Kemper, but he's incredibly charismatic and almost like seems like a gentle soul until the second he doesn't and he's both so good at being really charming and charismatic as well as chilling he was fantastic
0: all right i'm going to combine my will and should win and i think it's going to go to ron cephas jones from this is us who oh my god that's such a heartbreaking character and um he just plays the heck out of it and is so oh is so sympathetic and charismatic and just like steals the screen every time he's on so uh, he is my will win and should win um lynette how about you who is
1: your will win i definitely agree ron
2: he's my will win too and you know i'm not mad at that i think he's fantastic but yeah i think there's just no way you can deny him
0: agreed there. Next up is guest actress in a drama and this is a really interesting category because of the nominees. Um, Kristen, take us through the nominees we'll talk about them.
2: First up is Viola Davis for playing Annalise Keating her character from How to Get Away with Murder but she's nominated for her crossover episode with Scandal. Kelly Jenrette who had a very uh, sort of small role on The Handmaid's Tale. She played Annie Luke's former wife who uh, you know June is the one who sort of breaks out that marriage because she and Luke fall in love and she played Annie so she got a nomination Cherry Jones who played Holly June's mother on The Handmaid's Tale Diana Rigg who plays Lady Tyrell on Game of Thrones Cicely Tyson How to Get Away with Murder she plays Ophelia and Samira Wiley who plays Moira on The Handmaid's Tale
0: And that's interesting because Samira Wiley last year was in the supporting actress category, not the guest actress category.
2: And I think, you know, this season she didn't appear in as many episodes, but she was good. And I think they probably felt that because... And I believe Alexis Bledel was upped to uh, to supporting because she had a bigger storyline this season while Moira's storyline was smaller. So this was a good way. It was a smart way to submit her so she would have more of a chance for a nomination as, and not have to compete with people who were in more of the series. She did have like three or four really strong uh, moments this season. So I think she deserves it.
0: And speaking of Alexis Bledel, she won last year for Handmaid's Tale. And then in 2016, uh, Margot Martindale won for, uh, playing Claudia on The Americans and in 2015 as well. Mm -hmm. Lynette, do you want to take us through who you think should win in this category?
1: I'm going to do them both should and will win, and I'm going to pick Diana Rigg as Lady Tyrell. Her final season of her run, her final episode of her run, when she delivers the goods, she's amazing. I think she's also the type that doesn't show up to the Emmys, yeah. too. It's a bummer, but she, the old girl deserves it. I think she, yeah, she she's should and will. Yeah, I don't blame her.
2: And if she doesn't want to get on a plane, you know what? More power to her.
0: Kristen, who is your should win?
2: My should is uh, Cherry Jones, actually, who plays Holly on The Handmaid's Tale. She, you know, plays June's mom, and she's an activist, like a full-time activist. You know, she's taking June to take back the night protests when she was a child. And we see in the couple flashback episodes how she really was sort of disappointed in June's life choices when she chose to get married and rather, rather than fight this oncoming theocracy that was taking over America. And then she has a really sad fate uh, on the show. And Cherry Jones is, you know, obviously great in pretty much anything, so I would vote for her.
0: Um, My should is National Treasure Cicely Tyson, who is probably the only actress in the entire world who can get away with yelling at Viola Davis and upbraiding her. She did it very, very, very well this season on how to get away with murder. Um, Her character is battling dementia as well, and those scenes are very poignant and touching. So National Treasure Cicely Tyson, I would (laughs) be voting for you if I were an Emmy voter. Kristen, who's your will win?
2: I agree with Lynette. My will win is Diana Rigg. I think you don't deny Diana Rigg or Game of thrones, basically, when they're up in a category.
0: So Kristen, I'm going to agree with you and say that Cherry Jones is my will win. Um, That storyline was the one that resonated the most with me this season on The Handmaid's Tale. And Cherry Jones, like every single role you put her in she's just it's so terrific and so i think academy voters will recognize her
2: i hope so i think it's you know it's kind of you can't go wrong with this category really
0: i completely completely agree it's an embarrassment of riches up next we are going to be talking about the comedy categories the guest actress in a comedy and the guest actor in a comedy so stay tuned for that Today's podcast is brought to you by the prime original series, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The show was created by executive producers Amy Sherman-Palladino and Daniel Palladino and stars Rachel Brosnahan, Alex Borstein, and Tony Shalhoub. A winner of two Golden Globes, it is now nominated for 14 Emmy Awards, including Outstanding Comedy Series, Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series, for Rachel Brosnahan's performance as Midge Maisel. Open your heart to the show that Entertainment Weekly calls, quote, a perfectly cast delight. Consider it marvelous in all categories, including outstanding comedy series. Welcome back to Chasing Emmy, the podcast for Emmy voters, their friends, and perhaps my mom that is still unclear. I am Henry, I'm here with Lynette and Kristen, and we were talking about the best guest actor categories this episode. Kristen, you'd mentioned you're part of the Television Critics Association, or TCA, and they have their own awards, which just happened. Um, who were some of the big winners there? When
2: the Americans won big. Carrie Russell won. Killing Eve won big, which was really nice. Um, and last week tonight with John Oliver took home in the variety category. Queer Eye won in reality, so it was you know it was a nice mix. And then Rita Moreno was given a lifetime achievement award because she's a living legend. There was a, definitely a, uh, a strong uh, these were shows that clearly uh, critics have been singing the praises of for quite a while.
0: May I go on a tangent that's not going to be particularly popular? Love me some Rita Moreno. Think she's a national treasure. I wish that she wasn't playing a horny grandma on One Day at a Time. We need better for Rita Moreno.
1: I agree. I completely agree. There's so many great roles for especially mature women on television, and it's that. I mean, the, the cast is—they're so grateful for that show because it's a show of of Latinas. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of them. You know, we have Vita now also on stars, but it's not really getting a lot of attention. and They do a really good job. So I know that they're so pleased that they have this. You just wish, does it have to be a remake? Um, it feels so contrived. Can it be something else?
2: Her character on that show, does she have to be horny all the time? <laughs> you know, could she just be a sassy grandma? She's done some serious work on that show as well.
0: Um, I will say I love the Justina Machado who, um, who plays the lead on the show. I think she does such a wonderful job. I would been, love to see her nominated in a comedy category this year. She She's, she's terrific, yeah. Uh, speaking of comedies, um, we are talking about the guest actress in a comedy. And um, Lynette, you want to take us through the nominees for 2018?
1: Tina Fey for Saturday Night Live. Tiffany Haddish for SNL. Jane Lynch for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She played Sophie. Uh, Maya Rudolph, who played Judge Hydrogen uh, from The Good Place. Molly Shannon, she played Val from Will and & Grace. And Wanda Sykes, she was Daphne on Blackish.
0: Uh, we should note that Jane Lynch, this is um, for her first of two nominations. We're going to be talking about her again next week when we talk about uh, reality shows and stuff like that. She's nominated for a Hollywood Game Night. Kristen, who were some of the previous winners in this category?
2: In 2017, it was Melissa McCarthy for hosting SNL. In 2016, it was Tina Fey and Amy Poehler for hosting SNL. In 2015, it was Joan Cusack for Shameless. And in 2014, it was Uzo Aduba for Orange is the New Black. And that was the year before they changed the rules and uh, made the 50% episode rule.
0: I love that Cloris Leachman is the one who reigns in this category. She leads the category with eight nominations for Mary Tyler Moore, Malcolm in the Middle, and Raising Hope. Oh, that was a cute show. And then Tina Fey has seven nominations in this category. It's a dynasty-type category. It is. This is All these women are at the top of their... Game. So, Christian, who is your should win in this category?
2: is Jane Lynch for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She plays this, you know, very famous comedian. On stage, she's sort of a bawdy lady in a house coat who tells sort of—she's very unrefined. But then when you go home uh, and you meet her in person, she's very elegant and sophisticated and sort of uh, somebody completely opposite from her character. And Midge Maisel meets her and is completely astounded that the woman she saw on stage and that everybody knows is— That's just a character who basically is completely opposite from the real Sophie. And Jane Lynch is fantastic. She's so good.
0: Lynette, who is your should win?
1: This was a little tough for me because I really did like Molly Shannon as the annoying neighbor Val who just was so desperate to be Grace's friend. But I'm going to say Jane as well. Should win.
0: My should win... This was so tough. I loved Maya Rudolph on The Good Place. I just actually recently binged the whole second season of The Good Place all at once, and I recommend watching it that way, to be perfectly honest, because um, all the connective tissue that they plant from episode to episode is so evident in a binge. I'm with you. I loved Molly Shannon on Will & Grace. Tina Fey is my should-win in this category because it is so easy to underestimate how good she is at SNL. She makes it look so easy, but every time she hosts, it is the best episode of the season. Every single sketch is funny and curated and smart and, like, up to her standard of humor. And she deserves all the nominations in the category. She is my should win. And while I have the floor, I'm going to tell you that my will win is Tiffany Haddish from SNL. She's such a young, burgeoning talent. She was so exuberant and funny and like gave every single sketch her all. I think she's gonna win and this category has a history of recognizing women who have hosted SNL. So I think Tiffany Haddish will win. How about you, Kristen?
2: I agree completely. I think Tiffany Haddish is having a huge year. It's a really big moment for her. She just continues to knock everything out of the park that she tries. And I think this will be sort of an easy I think people will just sort of naturally the first thing they'll wanna do is is Put a check next to her name.:
1: I just like the fact that she started her hosting in the same white dress that she wore to the Oscars, because she wanted to amortize it because she spent so much money on it.
0: And I loved she did this. Um Kate McKinnon plays this lesbian cat lady. Um, and like Tiffany Haddish hitting on Kate McKinnon, like throughout that sketch was one of the funniest things I've seen all year. Um Lynette, who is your will win in this category?
1: I'm going to say Jane. I believe it's Jane cuz it's Jane.
0: And she is a five-time winner as a matter of fact. So, all right, finally we've got guest actor in a comedy. Kristen, take us through those nominees. So,
2: we have Sterling K. Brown for Brooklyn 99. Of course, he's also nominated for his day job, This Is Us. We have Brian Cranston, Curb Your Enthusiasm. He played Dr. Lionel Templeton. We have Donald Glover for hosting SNL. We have Bill Hader for SNL. Lin Manuel Miranda for his guest spots on Curb Your Enthusiasm, Fought with the
1: Musical. And Cat Williams for Atlanta,
0: Uncle Willie. Lynette, all right, take us through some of the previous winners.
1: In 2017, it was Dave Chappelle for Look, SNL. Uh, 2016, it was Peter Scolari on Girls. He played Hannah's father, Tad. 2015, Bradley Woodford was on Transparent as Marcy May. And in 2014, Jimmy Fallon got it for hosting Saturday Night Live.
0: Okay, there's been some controversy in this category that Kristen and I went down. (laughs) It's a comedy category, but there's serious drama. Kristen and I went down a rabbit hole about about this. Tell everyone about Henry Winkler. This is going to blow your mind. In
2: 2000, Henry Winkler was nominated for the canceled NBC sitcom Battery Park, which apparently
0: existed. It was not Union Square, which was another NBC sitcom named after a, a part of New York City. It took place in a police department in Battery Park City in New York City and starred Elizabeth Perkins. I'm just doing internet research. March 2000, it was one of those shows that aired at 9.30... Um, on NBC. Well, so he was nominated, Henry
2: Winkler, as a guest actor, and after learning that his episode aired in June, which apparently they learned after the nominations, uh, it aired in June after the May 31st cutoff, Winkler was ruled ineligible. Sixth place finisher, William H. Macy, received the nomination in his place. So it was a last minute switcheroo. I guess somebody failed to do the research in time and didn't realize that his episode aired too late.
0: What's interesting to me is that there are people policing that, um, and more More recently, Peter McNichol was nominated for the HBO series Veep in 2016, but by then they had that rule about having appeared in less than 50% of episodes, and he actually appeared in one more than 50% of episodes. And so Peter Scolari was the one who took his place and ended up winning, as we mentioned. And you know what? I have to,
2: you know, you can sort of think to yourself, like, well, how could they have not figured this out in time? But we have to give the Academy credit for adapting their rules, and, you know, sometimes things are going to fall through the cracks. So hopefully they learned from what. Whatever process so they went through to, to determine that oh wait he shouldn't have been uh eligible because he was in half of that uh series
0: but we're talking about <laughs> guest actor in a comedy we got very far afield um lynette who is your should win in this category <laughs>
1: This is another one I'm going to do should and will win all the way. And I think we're all in agreement on this one. Lin-Manuel for Kirby Enthusiasm.
0: Oh my God. The way that they like reenact Hamilton is just so epic, brilliant and unexpected. And it's a really tough category. And Donald Glover did great work on SNL, both hosting and as a musical guest. And I know how much you'll talk about Sterling K. Brown, I'm sure. But for me, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda as a should and will win as well.
2: And you know what? I'm going to agree with that. Even though I didn't love this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, what I did you know, see of the Fatwa series, uh, he was so great. He's so you know personable and just charming and he's able to play himself with a little bit of a twist so that it's still really funny. And, you know, I love Sterling K. Brown in the Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode where it was their bottle episode where they were interrogating him. He was a murderous dentist uh, was great but I, I do think you have to give it to lynn manuel and hollywood loves him so much i just don't see any way that he doesn't take this home
0: well that's going to do it for this episode of our guest actor and actresses hope you enjoyed it special thanks to our producers christina and patrick and we will be back next week with our reality show hosts we will be back with game show hosts we'll be back with variety show hosts so please stay tuned for that Today's podcast was brought to you by the prime original series The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel from executive producers Amy Sherman-Palladino and Daniel Palladino. It stars Rachel Brosnahan, Alex Borstein, and Tony Shalhoub, and has now been nominated for 14 Emmy Awards, including Outstanding Comedy Series. Consider it marvelous in all categories.